When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I am your host. My name is Scotty Gurman, and uh, I've got my two goofy-ass comedians right alongside me. I've got, first of all, the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Thank you, Scotty. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping to have a good show right now. Uh, yeah. let's, let's do things the right way. Okay. What do you say? Yeah, let's I not like fuck that. it up this time. No, I won't. Okay. All right. Won't. Well, to my left is stand-up comedian and former Wheel of Fortune champion. Yeah. The Wreck himself, Derek Alders. <laughs> hey, how we doing? <laughs> We're doing good. All right. Holy smokes, guys. That was the craziest weekend of sports. Uh, it in was. a long time. But what about yeah. last podcast? It was good. It, it was very good. And, okay, uh, if you listened, last podcast I went off on this non-listener who thinks that <laughs> sports are better when they're filtered douchebag he thinks that everybody in his life feels the same way too but his wife actually listens to us behind his back well last week there she was again and i wish we'd had the cameras rolling for this because we straight up ran a fucking train on her ears we seriously did and i'm it got it got a little weird it really did and see what happened was I was in the right ear where I normally am. I've got the bass in my voice, so I'm just knee deep in that fucker, right? Derek, still taking out that Cody Parkey frustration, is just jackhammering on her left. And and I'm thinking maybe this is getting a little too intense for her. But no, out of nowhere, she just yells out, stick it in my U-station tube. Which Did you give her an eargasm? Oh, no, not me. I was taken aback by it. I was shocked. I mean, I'm I'm... Something I've always wanted to do, but I've never done it. So I thought maybe we should have talked about it ahead of time. But what really surprised me was the way Scotty just walked up. He's like, I'm on it. <laughs> and I mean, he didn't take a drink or nothing, just dry throat right in there oh, down to the hilt. And and some people are listening. They're like, no, there was already a guy in each ear. There's only two earbuds. That can't happen. Well, no. When she When her husband leaves for work. She blasts us through that home theater system, the really expensive one that he paid for. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even want it in the first place. She's like, no, we don't need it. He's like, no, I want to listen to my filtered sports through this. And now she's making really good use of it. She's got it coming up right center, center channel speaker, right? Backwards, <laughs> through the mouth. Oh, God. I could feel the tip <laughs> of his voice against mine. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of liked it. <laughs> Verbal docking. Yes. <laughs> But I was a little sad at the end because she made it kind of awkward. She's like, I'm, I got to work in the morning, so I need to wrap this up. And, you know, Scotty, you know, he didn't think nothing of it. Apparently, this ain't his first podcast. And, uh, you know, 
I thought maybe I missed my opportunity to do the, you know, to get a little you stationary with somebody. And uh, that's when she looked at me and she goes, next week, I want both you and Derek in there at the same time. <laughs> so oh, we're about to hear some you station tube double penetration. That's a treat for all you folks. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, my Let's God. Fucking blast it off. Always, always leave for Jeremy to, to go off on a pretty, pretty early episode rant that, you that's know, what I do. makes my abs hurt sometimes, but anyways, okay, back to sports. All right. Oh, all yeah. right. All is right. that what we're here for? Yeah, okay. that's kind of what we're here for. Fair enough. Okay, so there is all kinds of crazy, crazy, crazy crap going on about this game from, I mean, the LA charge, or I'm sorry, LA Rams and the New Orleans Saints with this whole pass interference thing. I mean, we all watched the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were tons of plays. There's tons of penalties that the referees missed, it felt like. There was a whole bunch of plays that we showed on the Facebook page, uh, which is the unfiltered sports cast there, too, now. But they missed tons of, of calls against the Saints, right? Right. But this yeah. one was the last that one. Was the, it was the play that it really decided the Ex- Super Bowl. Exactly. And it, what I noticed before the pass interference, actually, was the helmet-to-helmet. Yeah. How do you not fucking hear that big <laughs> clack? Like, how do you miss that? <laughs> if you're talking about a single one thing, given the, the magnitude of the game and what was on the line, it might be the single most egregious non-call I've ever seen. Me too. Because there should have been two or three flags from different officials. Right. It was such an obvious thing. Right. But, you know, I got some other feelings that we might get to later on that, <laughs> or I can go into it now if you like. <laughs> We're actually still trying to get on it. If you haven't, if you missed that, uh, you can rewatch the replay of that exact play on Pornhub. It's refs <laughs> fuck saints. Just Google that, and it's right there. I'm not even a Saints fan, and if if you're listening and you are, I feel horrible for you. There, there might have been yeah. some penetration. Oh, um, but seriously, that like there there has to be some Rams fans that are even just like, oh shit, that was bad. That's why Th- there I'm, is. I'm rooting for the Pats just because the Rams shouldn't even fucking be there. I can't do it. I, I know, uh, but I, I here's just... here's the thing though. What what I'm looking at. I'm a big fan of holding people accountable, especially in the sports world with what they get paid and what they do. Sure. You know, certainly on that play, you've got to hold the rest responsible. What as if you're a Saints fan, though, what you do have to hold people responsible for is the Rams spotted you 13 fucking points in the first quarter. Yeah. You're at home. Your fans are there doing their job. They're making it as tough on the Rams as they can. Mm -hmm. How do you squander that away in this situation when you've got the better team. Yeah. And if you want to go to that play, I noticed it right away. I think Troy Aikman might've pointed it out. He was doing the color commentating on the, before the any, anything would actually happen. He would actually call stuff. Before. You're, talking about, well, you're talking about Romo. Oh, did I say, yeah, Romo. Yeah, it's Romo. Yeah. He said Aikman. It's oh, Romo. I said, no, oh, it was bad. Aikman for the NFC championship game. That's right. Romo and it, was, it, was, the, it was, it was Romo for the, other. yeah, Romo's a psychic. Uh, I, I, I mixed him up. My bad. But Aikman said, but I was saying it way before he was, because, Quite frankly, I think I was a better commentator and a better quarterback. <laughs> um, but had that defensive back been looking for the ball, that would have been a pick six. Yeah. Why? Why is Drew Brees throwing that pass? Sure. Uh, you can't. You can't put it all on that one play. Yeah, it did boil down to that. But how mm-hmm. did your defense squander thirteen point lead? How How does your team not manage mm-hmm. the game better than that? Uh, you know, champions don't crumble. Yeah. Just because bad bad calls are unfortunately a part of the game, 
And on any play, if you want to get close enough, you can find a penalty on probably every play in an NFL game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. holding on every single play. But I do have to say, if you're going to boil it down, just watch that one play. Yes, that was almost criminal. And if we're going to be holding people liable for their actions, Mm -hmm. there really does need to be an investigation, I think, done on that officiating crew. (laughs) What? Because I don't, I really don't see how all of them Missed that call. Yeah. The the few things, one question I have is what do you do with that officiating crew? Like at that point, do you, do you fire them? Do you pull, do you pull them completely off of playoff games? Like what disciplinary action do you take with them? I mean, that's a, you certainly need to look into some investigation or do an investigation and look into are, does some of them have an influx of money in a bank account all of a sudden? <laughs> well, they had their NBA ref that did that. I know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm not throwing it completely that, out of the question, but at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, it, uh, at the, at the well, same, you need to look into it because that is the kind of thing that can destroy a sport. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, if you want to look into them, see if there's any foul play there, then by all means, I think you should. But I, I just, I, uh, I don't know if I'm buying it. But if you want to penalize them, you know. Be reasonable. It's not like I, I seriously think that the referees blew the game on purpose. I, I, I don't. I just can't find myself or bring myself to that. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it. Every year, it's the same, the same thing. Every year, somebody feels like their team got screwed by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. And what, every that's year, especially you hear it with the Patriots, like, oh, they paid the rest, they paid the rest, paid the rest. But they and do. I, and I, I'm, I'm just kidding. See, there I, I'm, I'm just kidding. But the two of the things I took away from that game, number one was uh, New Orleans pretty much dominate that game when 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 LA would when LA got into a rhythm it was when they were in the hurry up offense yep and they picked them the fuck apart yep every did. time and in, mm-hmm. in the hurry up or the no huddle that's exactly what happened yep and i don't know if they and they couldn't adjust to that new orleans couldn't and the other thing how fucking awesome would it be to have a guy like Greg Zerline on your team, Chicago. Uh, how awesome. Whenever the guy is like 57 yards out and even the announcers are like, oh, they're in his range. Like, it's fucking automatic. Yeah. Greg the leg. Yeah. Yeah. And you got Parky, the kid from fucking Starkey. That's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yes. He could, he could, I, I'm, did you see that last kick? The, the freaking final one that he 57 kicked? yards. And it was, and it was like 20 oh, feet over the, yeah. ripple. It, it would, he could have made that thing from 65 easy. Yeah, it's he's Greg the leg. I know. I re- yeah. yeah, I mean that, that must be to have that kind of the guy's a game changer. Yeah, I mean uh, he went. Uh, actually, I think um, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. But yeah, he, he, the guy's a stud. Um, let's see, there he is. Yeah, four for four. Long was 57. Yeah, yeah. I mean but, the guy. The guy geez. is incredible. Yeah, he is. Uh, and but that should not deter Saints fans from looking at their team going. They tried to give this thing to you, yeah, and you squandered it. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah, and we we paid a lot of money for these seats. We spawn, you know, we we watch the games every week on TV, and you know, support the sponsors that pay for all this shit. We buy your merchandise, your jerseys, and shit. We mm-hmm. deserve better than this. And the game was more or less gift wrapped to you, and you fucked it up for us. Yeah, and and. Yes, that, and I've got to get a lot of credit to uh, to LA's defense, the, especially their rushing defense. Uh, they held New Orleans to a total of twenty-one attempts for only forty-eight yards, zero touchdowns. That's between right. Ingram That's and Kamara. And Kamara, both of them. So I mean, g- give them credit where credit is due. I mean, obviously the ginormous pass interference call, but uh, Kamara killed him in the pass, though. 
If, if you don't, uh, in my opinion, yeah, if you he don't, he had eleven for ninety six. Yeah, thirteen targets. Yeah. but that's Kamara's game. Yeah, in my opinion, if you don't want the game to come down to a referee's call, don't put yourself in a position where it can. Yeah, yeah. That's, Step on the other team's throat, especially yes. when you have the opportunity. Because you're right. Uh, for in the first quarter was thirteen zip, uh, and then L A came back, scored ten, and then it was pretty much L.A. from there on out, but it was like... Yeah, I even texted you first quarter. I was yeah. like, told you, blow out, and then look what the <laughs> fuck happens. Yeah, exactly. So my pick's still in there, but uh, both Drew Brees and Jared Goff almost had a completely identical game. The only difference was Drew Brees had one more completion and one more touchdown, but uh, Jared Goff was 25 of 40 uh, with a touch and a uh, interception, and then Drew Brees was 26 for 40 uh, for two touchdowns and an interception. And yeah. I think they were both, yeah, Jared Goff almost 300 yards, uh, Drew Brees 250. So pretty, pretty, you know. Drew Brees only had 250. That's yeah. not a Brees-esque game. No. No. But that's, I mean, I got to give credit to his defense uh, for, I mean, other than the pass interference call, but. Yeah, okay. that's that was the deciding factor. But and you wanted to touch on it, how um, like a lot of the Saints fans are going crazy. I mean, they, I, they bought billboards in Atlanta where the Super Bowl is and they say like the Saints were robbed. The Saints yeah. got robbed. There's billboards in Atlanta right now that say that. Yeah. And now you're seeing the big thing about how Goodell has the power to overturn. Goodell's not overturned that game. No, no, no. 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 I mean, yeah, he's got the power, it would but he's not going to do it. Every other officiated game yeah. that they've ever had. Exactly. There's an, there's an attorney. There's actually a, a lawyer uh, in New Orleans that wants to, you know, I can't remember if it was through the league or something like that, but actually have, like, some kind of, for, like, take them to court for it. And it's just like, uh, what the hell? Yeah, that don't do that. They, no. Uh, but the, uh, the thing I did see that's that's come out now is, is they're talking about making – uh, pass interference reviewable or reviewable. And I think that I actually think that's a, a good thing. I don't. Why? I don't. I, I do not like the idea of like, okay, the play's over. Okay. First of all, I'm, I'll make this point first. Uh, a lot of the guys that I talk to or people that I talk to for that matter, that watch a football game, the last thing they want to do is see every fucking play reviewed. Understandable. And, and yeah. the, the big thing with that is, is that there's some kind of human error that comes with a sport or a game, especially when it comes to officiating. Now, if it's blatantly obvious, whatever. But I mean, I just see that's another thing that's going to get out of fucking control. I think it should just be a challengeable play because there's plays you can challenge and there's plays you can't. And I think I, I think that that should be challengeable, and I think in the last two minutes it should be reviewable. Now, if you lose that challenge, you lose a timeout, and really, the, if you lose the timeout, really not much is too too much of the game speed is affected. I would be okay within the, within the last two minutes. It, it could be at the discretion of the officials. The, this is something that a change that they've made recently in college basketball that I'm a big fan of, where they will go to the monitors if somebody throws an elbow mm-hmm. to see if it was a flagrant one or a flagrant two. Very good point. Just to see what was the level of the offense and was it intentional or not. And I think that that can really, and was it even actually a foul? Did he actually make contact or did the guy take a flop? Yeah. And, you know, something like that really, I, I think you're going to get a lot more benefit than than hindrance on that. And after a play like that, you've get you've got they're they're talking to Mike Pereira for the next five minutes anyway. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over so I mean, what's the at that point? If if that rule is in place this year and they review that play, the Saints are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That, they, they did a statistic. It was ninety five percent. The Saints. They all they yeah. had to do was kneel down and let Will Lutz kick the fucking ball. Yeah. That's and, it. And he's money too. Yeah. He, he's money. Yeah. Will Lutz is God, a good kicker too. It's so nice to have a good kicker. <laughs> God damn, that's great. Uh, eh, well, you know. Yeah. Whatever. What can you do? But I just I, I'm I'm one of those people that I just like I don't want another hindrance to the game. I, I mean, I just don't want another stop. I don't want another break. I don't want to lose momentum. But I can see it within the last two minutes. If it's within the last two minutes, I think I'm a little bit more okay with it because that is a game-changing one. Because, I, like I said, there was a whole bunch of other penalties that, that uh, the Saints committed on the Rams that nobody called. Face masks. Another One guy stepped on another player's helmet. Yeah, but he had play. it coming. I, well, sure he did. <laughs> yeah. Well... But all I'm saying is... I do that like twice a week. Sure. Granted, they're not players. (laughs) Well, It's construction workers and (laughs) mentally challenged people. Mostly. Right. And (laughs) I'm I'm just sitting here, okay, first it's pass interference, then it's another thing. There's an interview eventually at the end of every play, and I don't want that. I, I want there to be some kind of... Of, uh, of controversy because it makes you come back to the game. It makes, I mean, it the, creates shows like this that have three angry motherfuckers that can talk about it and make fun of it. Well, then why speed up baseball? I don't necessarily agree That's with speeding stupid. up ba- baseball. So. That's, yeah, I mean, limiting mound visits. They're, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, that's, that's... Well, it is a business and they do need to increase viewership. And There's, if it's going to increase viewership, then you speed up the game. Yeah. I, I get why they're doing it. I don't necessarily like it i'm a baseball purist but you know they can't pay all their bills just off of me right i'm i make good money but not that good have you watched the replays like when when they replay the game and they actually cut out the huddles and they cut out they cut out like the the time the reviews and, and they just oh, the they, they speed it up yeah, yeah it's like an hour and 10 minutes long that's yeah. what they should do get rid of that huddle yeah get rid of the huddle. <laughs> fuck that yeah who wants to see fucking 12 masks. dudes just hanging out or 11 11 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends yeah. on if the refs got the car right or not. Yeah, exactly. There might be 12. <laughs> there might yeah. be 12. Or but, 10 if you're the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, so uh, kudos to Los Angeles going to the Super Bowl. And uh, God dang it, they get to they face Patriots, man. Yeah. Um, I I, I got to give – I mean, I, I choked on my words. Yes, I am. I do not like the New England Patriots. You've choked on a couple other things, too. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's why, my, week that's, that's why my fly's undone, and uh-huh. there's nudity on this podcast right there. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can't stand the New England Patriots. I absolutely hate Tom Brady. I he's, absolutely, the, he's the GOAT. That's why I don't like him. That, that's, that's officially the reason why I don't like Did him. Did you hate because, Jordan? Huh? Did you hate Jordan? I love Jordan, actually. Jordan's a GOAT. I know. And I defend him against LeBron every single time. And I have a feeling that's... That's not even close, though. I, I, we, we could get in this that's argument. Like, that's like debating Jordan against, like, Spud Webb. Like, just, they don't uh, even play the same position, so it's really right. a hard comparison to make. But but in this particular one, I... I gotta give it to I gotta give it to Brady. I, I mean I do not like him. I do not like the Patriots, but they they won. They well, won the game. We, and and we, it's not like there's not better quarterbacks. Yeah. Quarterbacks with better stats. There's a difference between being a better quarterback and being great quarterback. Greatness is a lot about coming through in the clutch mm-hmm. and doing what it takes to get your team to win. Manning I think had better numbers throughout his career. Sure. But he had the one Super Bowl, and when it came to the head-to-head matchups, usually it was Brady. Peyton Manning is the LeBron James of the NFL. 
well, different color. Yeah. Well, no, but... no, no. It depends how much, how long he stays out in the sun. Oh, that's uh, true. I didn't no, think about that. Here's here's an interesting stat. When I was watching the game, they were talking about Brady, and in his 17 year career, that was the 13th AFC Championship game he's played in. Is what mm-hmm. I believe is what they said. Yeah. He's... I mean that guy, and and I know you guys. I picked the Saints and lost. Uh, obviously, and you guys both picked the Rams. Uh, I picked the Pats, and you guys both had the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And and I told you last week, I said those the, the Chiefs fans because we're in we're based out of Kansas. The Chiefs fans were just so they they overlooked it. I mean, yeah. they it's Brady's retirement party and all this. I'm like, it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. I mean, the last thing you want. And when that when that went to overtime, I told you guys. And, and I'll tell everybody here that's listening. Uh, <laughs> I fucked up and, and bought movie tickets. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, you did. To, and and uh, I didn't even think about the games because you know, fuck me. Uh, so I bought movie tickets, and uh, I recorded the game. And as soon as the movie's over, I stayed past the credits. And granted, there's only like eight people in the theater because the AFC Championship's going on, and we're in Kansas, and so everybody's Chiefs fans for the most part. And uh, the movie's over. And I stay after the credits because half the time there's always something after the credits anymore. Uh, nothing is after the credits of Glass, so you don't have to stay for that, by the way. But uh, <laughs> uh, we're getting ready to leave. There's like five people left. It's me, my wife, and these three other people. And some guy's like, Chiefs just won it. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I was going to go home. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to enjoy it. I watched the first quarter before we left. And uh, I ended up fast-forwarding through the huddles. I ended up watching the game. Like, we were talking about the replays. I ended up watching the game in, like, 45 minutes to an hour. And then they lost in overtime. And I ran upstairs. Like, my wife was like, that guy was full of shit. Like, he, they actually lost the game. I, I thought, I'm guessing the play he saw or read was when Brady threw that pick and D Ford was lined up in the neutral zone, which brings me to my next question. I mean, how the fuck do you do that? I mean, you can look right down the line and see where the ball is. You had 13 yeah. and a half sacks this year, I believe. You're a professional NFL football player and you miss that. Like you he caught he he's the scapegoat of, of this. I mean, granted, you give your defense gives up 37 points at home. Yeah. That's a that's a problem, which they did fire the defensive coordinator. Thank God. The fact that the fact he was there for 6 years is an anomaly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. could work at a glue factory and eat paste, and in two days, I'm fucking gone, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. How is he there for six years? That defense has been notoriously bad. You've had, yeah. and you've had guys like like Justin Houston. You've had, D, uh, not D Ford, but uh, Eric Berry. Granted, he didn't play a lot this year. I, I think Jeremy, Jeremy played more uh, football than. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Eric Berry, uh, I Akeem would have Tlaib, anyway. too. No, that's Denver. Denver had. Akeem oh, that's Tlaib. right. He did have Talib. I'm Tamba sorry. Tamba Holly. Tamba That's who yeah. I was thinking of. The the other funny sounding. That's the one I was looking for. My now, bad. They did lead the league in sacks. The Chiefs led the league yes. in sacks. But you also your secondary is awful. That's yeah, awful. Well, yeah. it's it's not just you led the league in sacks. That's your one de- you know uh, redeeming quality about your defense. Where were the fucking sacks? Yeah. Not one. Not no. a goddamn one. No. They, no. they knocked him down twice, well after what could have been roughing the passer calls, and then they got a roughing the passer call on what clearly was not a roughing the passer call. Smacked his shoulder pad. He did. I could see from the ref's angle I thought where he, it might have looked like he got him on the helmet. I thought he hit him in the maxi pad. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's That was the roughing the Brady call. Yeah. He had wings Jesus. that was sticking out further. That was uh, bad, but, but it, it didn't lose him the game. No, it you didn't. Know? They're... The, the Patriots came out from the very first play 
and ran it right down their throats. Yeah, eight and, and a half minutes eight, first drive. Eight and a half minutes. While the only hope you have is Patrick Mahomes sitting there on the sideline getting cold. Yeah, I mean, he he might have been warmed up. If I don't know how who won the the opening toss, but New England, if, New England did. Okay, mm-hmm. I was going to say if the Chiefs won that and elected to defer, <laughs> no, how do you not get? Yeah. The one good thing you got going for you out there while he's still warm. But, you know, then the offense comes out, they're stagnant. You go yeah. back out on the field, and the Patriots right, march right back down the field. And luckily they threw an interception. That game could have very easily been 17 or 21 to nothing at halftime, and it's only by sheer luck that it wasn't. Right. New England completely outplayed them. Yes. They did. And, if, uh, I, and I believe I did watch the game still. Uh, what I noticed in that game was that the uh, New England would come out, they ran it down their throats, they threw it down, they did everything they needed to do. Michelle, with Michelle, Sony Michelle, Julian Edelman, and then it, towards the end there, Gronk, and, and of course Brady is what, is what did them in, is what right. did in the Chiefs. But if you watch the game, uh, the Chief, like you said, they came out stagnant. Uh, it was three and out, and then it was three and out. And uh, no, they had a penalty that got them a first down, and then they were out after that. And And when the Chiefs scored, it was stagnant, 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 20-yard play, 20-yard play, touchdown. Yeah. 25-yard play, 20-yard play, touchdown. It was big play, big play, touchdown. That And, and when you constantly rely on the big play like that, it, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to win. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill, one reception. Yeah. Yeah, that's big, too. And they only rushed the ball, what, 13 times for the whole game? It Who? was a pretty – Kansas City? Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty one-dimensional game. Uh, they ran it – yeah, 12 times for 41 yards. 12 total. times. Yeah, 12 yeah. times. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean you can't do that. You've got to balance it. What and you look at the running stats with James White killed them too. Mm-hmm. James White, Burkhead, Sony Michelle, yeah. all of them. Yeah, the, they rushed for over I think thirty carries between the three of them. Uh, yeah, they did uh, forty eight total if you count. Yeah, if you count how many, Brady's. How, how many one, attempts but... did Brady have passing? Uh, Brady had thirty for forty six. Yeah, fifty fifty. Uh, I'm gonna get there. Let me. Sorry. Uh, no, you're fi- <laughs> you're you're fine. You're fine. I, I couldn't find the what I'm what I was trying to look was the the comparison between the time of possession for New England oh, God. and the time of possession for Kansas City. Yeah, it was so lopsided. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the closest thing I can get to what I needed was the number of total yards and the number of total offensive plays. I was going to say, look at the plays. So basic, So uh, the total yards for the New England Patriots, 524 in total yards, 94 offensive plays to the 290 yards for the Kansas City Chiefs and 47 total offensive plays. That's yeah. ridiculous. That is nuts. I can't believe that it went to overtime with that. Right. Yeah. yeah, you show I those mean, stats side by side, and you're like, oh, that was a fucking that's blowout. That's a blowout. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm sitting here going, how in the hell did they do this? And, and you're exactly right with Sonny Michelle and, and, and their running game. Their running game was absolutely spot on. I'm waiting for it to load, but... And I'll get there, but but even uh, with their passes, I don't think they had a pass over no. fifteen yards. I don't think that, they had that's one. Brady. I don't think they had one under eight. Yeah, it was Edelman. Um, Edelman's it, hands were fucking nuts. That game, he's dude. A he's slow, a slow, athletic white guy. <laughs> Me too. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> Same as their top three receivers: Edelman, Hogan, and Gronk. Yeah, I like to, I like to call Hogan the Hulkster. White guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Edelman was uh, seven receptions for 96 yards. Gronk was six for 79. James White was four for 49. Look how many receivers he completed to. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Hogan, five for 45. Philip Brissett, one for 29 and a touchdown. That was a 29-yard touchdown that he had. And Rex Burkhead, 
Good God, there's more people. Yeah. Rex Burkhead, four for 23 yards. Cordell Patterson, or, uh, yeah, Cordell, Cordell pa- Patterson, oh, I can't even say. Cord, yeah. Cordell. Right. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Patterson, two for uh, 18 yards. Cordell. Okay. There's an uh, A in there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, James Devlin was one for nine. But, I mean, the the rushing game, which is what I was trying to pull up, was Sonny Michelle, 29, 29 for 113 and two touchdowns. Rex Burkhead, 12 for 41 with two touchdowns. Yeah. Jesus, Burkhead coming back was a big, big thing. For yeah, them. just throw a kind of curveball in it there, in there to kind of he have was, something else to go with Sony. Fantasy wise, Burkhead at the end of last year was one of the top scoring running backs, like the last six, mm-hmm. five or six weeks of the season. Uh, he went down with that concussion, but uh, everybody thought he was going to be the guy this year anyway. Yeah, and then really New England's backfield—you don't know who's the guy. Who's who's the guy going to be? It could be any yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, no it could idea. be. You were thinking James White or Burkhead, and then Sony Michelle comes in and just slaughters. Yeah. I mean, Sony Michelle had a great year, and then he he got hurt in that one game, mm-hmm. and he missed a few, and then he came back with with a vengeance. I right. mean, and, and I do got to say this because this is kind of something that I did notice because the, the Chiefs did have some kind of a defense because they had two ints. They were tipped. I I, Both I understand. Were tipped. I understand, but. That is still something that you know maybe changed momentum a little bit, and one of them oh, was absolutely. in the freaking red zone. Absolutely, changed one of them momentum. prevented him from, from going scoring. Up. Yeah, that, they were on the goal line. Exactly. What the fuck was Brady thinking on that throw? Either I there was nobody <coughs> there. No idea. Nobody was exactly. There. Yeah. So I mean, Brady was three forty three forty eight one touchdown in the in two interceptions, and you know I guess that's where maybe some of the yardage was maybe taken up, but but, but that many plays. He's just not going to win a the, game like that. Look at all the third down conversions for New England. That was yep. That means that they're not only converting on third down, but they're they're taking every possible down that they can. Yeah, they they were thirty six first downs total, and they were sixty eight point four percent on third down. Third and short, third and long. It didn't fucking didn't matter. matter. No. And and the Chiefs were forty four point four percent on third down. And when it's down. fifteen degrees out, and you're only offensive yeah. strength is the speed of your receivers, the speed and athleticism, which they're just sitting there getting colder and colder by the minute. Yeah. And That's, they can't get back on the field. If you keep the, I mean, that was supposed to be the plan for the chiefs. Yeah. To keep the, the goat off the field yeah, keep and Brady it, off the field. They did the exact opposite. Yeah. Cause so, they're not a good defense. Yeah. They're 31st in the league that yeah. I don't know. Has any team ever made it to a super bowl with, that low rated of not defense. off not off the top of my head. I can't I can't think. Even those Ram greatest show on turf teams had a better yeah. defense than that. Well, it's pretty tough to to be the thirty first. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. you gotta, I don't even you gotta know. try to suck to be that bad. Yeah, I'm the thirty first best looking guy that lives in my house and there's only two of us <laughs> and a dog. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But the good thing is, is uh, I think it'll still be a pretty decent Super Bowl. Um, I, I hope. Yeah, both games went into overtime, so yeah. they're obviously they got the the right one and two seeds. Yeah, the two best teams wound up being evenly matched in the end. Yeah, how crazy is it that that Brady, like the the team with the most Super Bowls, is Pittsburgh with six with Super Bowl wins, and Brady alone is now taking a shot at six. Yeah. And he's been there nine times. And we were talking, uh, I was talking with nine. some friends the other night, and it's like they, they think he's going to retire after this year if he wins it. And I'm like, why would you? You just won the Super Bowl. You have a shot at seven. Mm-hmm. Not only is that the most for any team, 
but one player with seven Super Bowl. Like, why would you retire more, after six? Has more than any other team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would you retire? I would I, give I it almost, another year or two. Try and get seven. Yeah. I almost think that he is going to try to. He wants to be beaten. I I really think he does. He wants to. Cocky he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to <laughs> give it away. Date Chris he Brown, Tom Brady. <laughs> I think he wants to pass that torch to somebody, and until somebody does it. You did what? see that he came to. He grabbed a security guard after the game, and got walked to Tom, or had him walk him into the Chiefs' locker room so he could talk to Patrick Mahomes after the game. Oh, that's cool. That. I didn't see or hear no, about that. Yes, he did do that. He actually had to hunt down a security guard to escort him to the locker room to talk to Mahomes after the game. Well, it's pretty clear. Mahomes yeah. is the future. Mahomes is the future. He's the fu- not only of the Chiefs, but maybe of the NFL. Yeah. He may be that next guy. Now, we're, we're looking. It's a small sample size. We're looking at 17 games from, well, 17 and then right. uh, two playoff games. So 19 games out of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's it. But if he if he stays on this pace and he doesn't get hurt, that seems to be the big thing. He's a mobile quarterback. You look at those mobile quarterbacks that have gotten hurt, like RG three was yeah. terrific. Yeah. We thought he was the second coming, and then he got he gets hurt, and now he was what third string for Baltimore uh, yeah. this year. And then you look at guys like another guy that was that way was uh oh god I can't I, I had it and now I've lost it. But nobody's had a season like Mahomes had as a first year starter. Well, what like RG three was close. RG three Teddy Bridgewater, not like no. that. No, not fifty touchdowns, five thousand yeah. yards. I mean, that's it's only been done twice by Brady and Manning. In I thought that's primes. what you were thinking of. That that was supposed to be the next big thing, and then got hurt, and then now is nothing. Uh, that, Bridgewater. That's what I was doing Bridgewater for. No, oh. it wasn't Bridgewater. I had it, and I, and I lost it. Well, that's okay. But. If we're going to be talking like some totally different sport, I'm going to be like, this guy! Like, out of fucking nowhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and the other thing I wanted to point out, because the one of an, another big play that I I didn't really understand was the, the possible uh, muffed punt. Did I, he touch it? No. You don't think he touched it? No. They, Did they have enough evidence CBS, to overturn the call? Yes. Yes. CBS, mm. CBS did an amazing job with their camera work. I, I really got to give it to him on that. Every angle, it looked like it hit a different part of his body, but then there would be another camera angle where they could rule it out. And it, I want to see this evidence. But Watch then, your game. But then again, <laughs> yeah, thanks. But the, but I guess that's also the mind sees what it wants to see, and and I really didn't want to oh. see the Patriots win. Well, so. and that didn't <laughs> matter because they threw an interception two plays later, and the Chiefs scored a touchdown off that. Yeah, and that so, really was pointless. I guess that's I true. mean, at, at the time, you know, you're thinking, oh, the fucking refs are just favoring Brady. But but no, it looked like on one angle it hit the yeah. thumb, but then they'd show another angle, and you could see there was an inch gap. Yeah. Between the ball and his thumb, then it looked like it hit off his shoulder. They'd show a different angle, and no, it didn't. didn't yeah. touch his shoulder. Well, and the other thing, and, you know, what was really shitty? Did you see that they had somebody in the stands that shined a green laser on to uh, Tom uh, Brady during the game? Exactly what I was getting ready to say. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's I don't know, man. Yeah. That's kind of fucking bush league. Yeah, I'm sorry, and and it had to have been one of them like superpower, like military grade ones because a of the green color, yeah, and b I bet you that fucker was all the way at the very top top of the of Arrowhead, and it, it is powerful enough to where it was about the size of Brady's face by the time it got there. Did you uh, 
Did you see the Crazy. also the the whistle monster from fucking New Orleans? Did you see that? No. Everybody's wondering what that whistle noise is, and it's this. It's a guy. It sounds like a referee whistle, and it's loud as shit. And he wears a whistle like outfit. Oh god. Yes, and and so if you actually sat and watched that game, and you keep wondering where the fuck this whistle's coming from, like who's like it's a it's a guy. That's so that is funny. doing that, and so and it's it was starting to from what I was hearing the announcer say it was starting to, it was kind of confusing because you'd hear a fucking whistle and it's a guy great. making yeah that's great well well that reminds me actually of an uh in the NBA of a Utah Jazz game years ago and and there was a guy a fan that had brought a whistle and he was sitting close to the court and he would blow the whistle and then at one point the not one of the announcers came over the loudspeaker. At the at the jazz game and was like, I highly suggest if you have a whistle, you swallow it now, <laughs> because players stop play in that game. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Ugh. Well, so we got the Rams and the Patriots for the Super Bowl, but not this week. This now, this week we got the Pro Bowl, which oh. is the biggest waste of anybody's time if they sit down and watch that fucking game. I actually call that the who gives a shit bowl. <laughs> that is exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. It is the biggest pile of crap for a football game. There's been all kinds of ideas, right? Yeah, I, would, been... I would rather watch the Fram oil filter bowl between. Oh. Yeah. yeah. God, I, I just, it is the biggest waste of time. And, and I can't, I can't sit down and watch that game. There's no way in hell I can do it. No, they changed the rules so it's not even like watching a real football game. Yeah. You can't you can't rush the quarterback. You can't bull rush him anyway. I get you it. Can't, yeah. Nobody wants right? to see their their fifteen million dollar quarterback get hurt in right. a game yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Right. And so why even play it? Why have it? Is it still in Hawaii? I don't um, even know. I, I think th- I think it's still in Hawaii. Because yeah, most people remember. couldn't even afford to go. Usually the stand was half empty. Probably. I mean, there's there's the honor of being elected to the team, but nobody playing it wants to be there. They just yeah. spent the last 16 games getting the yeah. shit kicked out of them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, now you want me to put myself out there at risk just for the fans' pure entertainment? I'm not even being paid to be here. Not only that, but it's not even that entertaining. No. It's, 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 there's no defense whatsoever. You don't, I mean, it, 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 even if they were playing fucking flag football, it would be... About the same. Yeah. If they, I do like some of the skills competitions that they do around. Yeah, those, those are fun. fun. Yeah. Those but are okay. Just do that. I'm even, I'd be fine with, I'd watch skills competition, but I could give a shit about the, if, if I want to watch the AFC play the NFC, yeah. I'm going to watch the fucking Super Bowl. Well, That's yeah, what I'm going to watch. Exactly. Yeah. If, I just, the, uh... if the AFC wins though, who gives a shit? That's that's what it boils down to. I can't tell you who won last year. I can't either. I could care less anyway. Like I said, it's the biggest waste of time. It's the biggest waste of air time. Uh, And they consider it an actual football game. But it's just a space between the Super Bowl. So you have players that are kind of banged up to get, you know, recovered enough to play in the biggest game of their life, which is Super Bowl. Yeah. But I just there's got to be something else that you can do than than that game. And most of the players that are Reruns playing in of that Murder game. She Wrote. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Reboots of Murder She Wrote. Oh, God. I've been <laughs> pushing better. that for years. <laughs> I've been writing letters to CBS. Jesus Let's make Christ. this happen. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I mean... It, Les Moonves, get give, off your ass. Let's make it happen. Give me some ideas, right? Give me some ideas. I, I, I saw some pretty decent ones, but but I, I see the cons of both. 
Uh, but I saw one like it was it was a while ago, but or me and Derek actually I think talked about it when you have the two shittiest teams in the NFL play each other, and whoever wins the game is who actually gets first pick. Because that way, there's actually something that you don't you're not dogging it like the like you were saying the Colts did that one year that they wanted to get um, luck luck Andrew Luck yeah, yeah the, right. the suck for luck competition <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what the that's what even what the announcers called it yeah they right. had Dan Orlovsky as their quarterback and then as soon as the Colts like were guaranteed the number one pick at that point when mm-hmm. they were officially going to be the worst team they won they they rattled off like two or three wins in a row yeah that's like, how yeah but see that's why I'm just kind of like okay. Maybe there's something to that, to where you have, you know, you have three weeks to prepare your team, get those guys that maybe could play, and see if they can get the first round pick. But there's also a lot of cons to that. Yeah, like one you have is, <laughs> like, if you're a quarterback for that team, you're like, are you gonna play that fucking hard to get? You're, you're playing to get replaced. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like not necessary. I mean, who who were the two worst teams? Uh, the Raiders and the Niners, weren't they? Yeah. Okay, so I don't. Oh think... wait, no, Cardinals this year. Cardinals, yeah, was this Cardinals? year, yeah. Cardinals have first pick this year. Cardinals, have, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was Cardinals and was it Oakland or San Fran? Um, I want to. No, I don't. I think it was Oakland. If I, if I want to put my. But I think Oakland still got their eggs in the Derek Carr basket. Yeah, I, I, you know uh... what I mean. I oh, mean, I know they do. So you, I, I they, really believe they they got to go running back because Lynch is. Fucking yeah, Lynch he, isn't gonna be there. Yeah, no. he ain't gonna be there. And then you've got you, you've got Arizona, who who has said they'd come out and draft. They say they draft Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray. Yeah, but, but that, if you look at all the mock drafts, that, they've got Kyler Murray going like 30th. I couldn't think of his damn name. It was Kingsbury that came out and said that. Uh, but that was that was right whenever he got hired, and that was when Kyler was kind of eh, maybe if he if he comes into the into the draft, I would love to have him. Of course I would love to have him. He's the most athletic quarterback out of the out of the class. Blah, 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 blah. They don't even have him as a top-rated quarterback right no, now. No. In, in the I, mock drafts and everything. Yeah, he's I saw like, the mock, like 23rd or 24th. They've actually got him going to Pats in the mock draft. Oh, fuck my life. I've done that before. Uh, without lube, by the way. No. Mm-hmm. He didn't take a drink or nothing either. <laughs> right <laughs> oh, in the station, too. Yeah. Oh, please, please. Came all please over no. your dreams. Please no. Anybody, anybody, anybody. It, it, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I I think once Belichick's gone, it's not going to be the same Patriots. I, I think Belichick's what makes that team. Belichick and Brady. And well, of course, and Brady. But, you know, but you, yeah. if one I goes, think, the other goes. I, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I think I think that whenever it happens, both go at the same time. Yeah. I, I don't know if Gronk's going to stay one more year. I don't know if he should. If he, I mean, this is what cracks what me. Up. Did this week? Hold on, I was getting ready to go there. What cracks me up is that he misses half of the season, and I, I was I was very angry my last episode that we had. I, I was dropping a lot of f bombs. I'm gonna try to clean it up a little bit here. Why it's unfiltered? unfiltered. <laughs> you guys did that in unison. It's like it was practiced or some Don't shit. Don't think we won't kick you off this podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. you filter it, you're gone. I say that's true. Okay, uh, I just it, it shocked me that. Gronk was unhealthy so much, and then like right around now, he looks like he's a hundred percent no problem whatsoever, and he's winning games. Yeah. yeah, when he's healthy, there's no doubt he's one of the best tight ends in the game. Do you think he dogs it some of the games in the season, so he just doesn't have to play and only plays in the really important ones? I don't think that's his style. Maybe he's just hungover. That's Could be. I, I do more I like heard. it. Okay, I'll buy that one. Yeah, I'll buy that one. Uh, but uh, so I just. I don't. I don't even want to make a pick for the Pro Bowl. I don't want to do it. I don't want no. to do it. That's the worst All Star game out of any of the sports that yeah, we have. Yeah, let's. Why do we even acknowledge it? Let's. 
Let's just not acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Pro Bowl free podcast right here. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know what? We're also not going to go over it next week. (laughs) That's exactly right. Tune in to hear us not talk about it next week. Unless somebody gets hurt, then we can laugh and point fun. Yeah. Like if they Des Bryant their ACL during (laughs) pregames. Then we'll then maybe we'll have a discussion. Yeah, but. exactly, exactly. Because it is, it's the worst All Star game out of all the sports. The NBA one sucks. NBA's too. bad. Yeah, NBA sucks too. And God damn it, the major leagues used to be great. When they, yeah, and then they tried to change it because the tie to where and that, they changed it back now. They changed it back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but and, and major league though that the major league one was great until interleague play. I sound like a fucking old man. You but, do. But, but, but for interleague play, that was the, outside the World Series is the only time you were going to see guys like that face off against each other. Yeah. And once they anymore. started, like now they're opening up with it. Like the Cubs play the Rangers yeah. opening day. Yeah. They, they exactly. open with There's always an interleague game, I think, every week of the season. And we talked about this before the podcast. The major league players back then legitimately hated each other. Yeah. yeah. So there was something personal on the line for them to win that went beyond a paycheck, went beyond yeah. trophies. It was about personal pride and being able to shove it in mm-hmm. the other league's face yeah. that we're better. Yeah. I think my favorite Major League Baseball All-Star Game moment was, it was years ago, and I think, I want to say it was Larry Walker, and I could be wrong, but he got thrown, in, or the pitcher threw the ball, and it almost hit him in the head. I think it went behind him, mm-hmm. actually. And Larry Walker steps out of the box, kind of laughs, and, ter- and takes his batting helmet and turns it backwards <laughs> and, and step back into the box to bat. Like that, that to me, that was entertainment at its best. That was entertainment, but it, it wasn't as good as Cal. Cal's last All Star game. They threw him a meatball, though. The guy admitted yeah. it. I don't give a shit. I thought that was great. They just did the same thing to who? Uh, Jeter. The they did it to Jeter. They threw him a meatball. Yeah. Okay. Well. That was the last time that uh, A Rod ever showed class. That was, that's definitely true. Which one? The 1991 All Star game? <laughs> no. Whenever, no, when he whenever, switched places, he switched with, places Cal with Cal Ripken. Ripken uh, pushed Cal Ripken. Yep. Yep, yeah. that was awesome. That okay, so I was close yeah. here, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we're while we're on baseball, uh, because I think that's pretty much good for football for this week. But let's let's talk that's a little bit for football. <laughs> well, uh huh. They should just allow bats in football. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There yes. we go. Wasn't yeah. it baseball that they had interchanging sports? The movie Baseball. Basic baseball. It basketball. was horse with baseball rules. Yeah, is what but it was. yeah, yeah, but you. Okay, never mind. I don't want to go into that. It's a movie, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, so Hall of Fame voting was today. Yes. Uh, so we have four new guys that are going to go into the Hall of Fame. I, I want to go with. I want to start with the ones that are obvious, and and work our way down. Okay. Because I'm going to get to the ones on the way down, and I'm going to have some motherfucking questions. Okay. Not uh, just any questions, folks. Motherfucking, motherfucking questions. questions. Sorry, that, should, that should be a segment. Anyway. All right. So Mariana Rivera. No question. No question at all. No. My question with Rivera was, was there going to be that one guy? Because they did it with Griffey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Is there going to be that one guy that's going to be like, well, I'm not going to vote for him just because I don't think anybody should be unanimous. And I actually, right before this was elected, I was talking to a buddy, and I was like, is he going to be unanimous? Is he not going to be unanimous? What's going to happen? And if anybody deserved to be unanimous, it was Rivera. Yes. I mean, the guy was dominant, and the guy went out on top. A lot of these relievers, you see these guys, and they, they're they an amazing closer, and then all of a sudden they're an okay setup man. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck, this guy's coming in the game, son of a bitch. You're, yep. you, know, you don't mm-hmm. even want to watch. Yep. But Rivera went out, and Rivera could have probably been dominant another two or three. That that splitter that he threw yeah. was just, he saw it, everybody, and you knew it was coming. There's nothing you could fucking do about it. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing at all. 
he was 43 years old when he retired. Yeah. That was his last year. He was 43 years old, and he was still striking guys out. And he's the last guy to wear number 42. He was the last guy to wear number 42. That's correct. Um, but, I mean, some of these guys' numbers are just absolutely ridiculous. He had, I'll pull it up here, because I, I thought this was, well, let me see. If Did he not have the greatest it. retirement gift ever? Of all time. I think it was from the Twins, yeah. where he got the fucking rocking chair they made him out of broken bats. I don't know who I think gave it was him the that, Twins, but that was by far the best gift you could have possibly asked for. I'm not even a, I, and I was telling you earlier, I hate the retirement tours. Like, where, where yeah. you know it's the last season. And, like, I used to be a Laker fan before LeBron got there. Mm-hmm. And now I changed because I fucking hate LeBron. But, like, the Kobe did the retirement deal. And I didn't even really like that. And he threw up, like, fucking 60 shots his last game. Yeah. And and uh, Rivera did it. And I was like, eh. But when the Twins gave him the broken bat rocking chair, that I was, was like, coolest. that's pretty fucking cool. That was like, really freaking cool. Because he was known for that freaking cutter that would come inside and, saw and, you and, off and he would break time. your bat. Yep. That was, and, and I think, I don't necessarily know if they were all bats that he broke, but if it was, that would make that gift 10 times that, better. That would be way cooler. That would be way cooler. Yeah. That would take some real dedication for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you had to be following thinking. around behind him. Going one of these days, this fucker's gonna retire. But yeah. I, I mean, seriously. some guy in Minnesota. Well, but no joke. I mean, he broke bats all yeah. the freaking time. Maybe, That's what he did. maybe the two years before they started collecting him because at that point he was probably the greatest closer to ever live, and pe- people wanted to be sawed off by him just so he could have it. Like I got sawed off by Mar- Mariano Rivera. They renamed the the closers reward after or award award after. after him. Yeah, yeah. That used to be the Roll Aids Relief Award, and now it's the Rivera Award. Uh, deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, I, I actually looked up, I wanted to find out what where he is on career uh, earned run average. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, it, he's basically the only, re- only pitcher in the modern era in the top 20. Really? He is number 13 with uh, basically 220. Now, modern th- era technically I- is from 1900 on. Uh oh. Okay. Well then, fine. He's the only one that has a fucking colored picture. How about we put it that way? <laughs> well, that's not a very. He wasn't even black. He was. Oh God. He's Cuban. Was, yeah. Okay. It's like a digital picture. All the rest are black are all and black and white. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Is and what and, I mean. that, and that weird beige color. Yeah. Exactly. That and, like Billy the Kid has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's like six that look like they were on a wanted <laughs> poster in Arizona in 1865. I did learn something new though. I found out that uh, Babe Ruth was number 17 on that list too. Yeah, he was a pitcher. I knew he was a pitcher, but I didn't know Cam he Goodwin was. Too. You know what? The know crazy, crazy. The crazy thing is, I think uh, Hoffman is the saves leader. I think I don't think anybody has more saves than Trevor Hoffman. I'm not sure. I don't have that up right now. But I I, I thought it was pretty damn cool that Mariana Rivera was actually over, um, like Cy Young and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty neat. That's a record that'll never be touched no. with a Cy Young strikeout record. Oh no, Cy no. Young's win no. record, or, or that. Yeah, either. Or, no, Nolan Ryan has a strikeout. Cy Young. Yeah, has that, a win. that's yeah. that's uh, yeah. that's the other way around. Yeah. God, I almost sound like an ass. Last week I fucked up. By the way, and almost. I apologize. Uh, I said that the Bears hadn't won a Super Bowl in 22, in 22 it and it was 32. 32. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up, but I forgot. Yeah, I fucking bashed my head against the wall after I after I heard myself say that. So. That's okay. Okay, so next one that's getting in is, uh, is Roy Halladay, which is kind of a sad story. For those of you guys that don't know, Roy Halladay actually... Uh, was... Way better pitcher than a pilot. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Waited yeah. till after he retired to develop his sinker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Believe it or not, he was not a submarine pitcher. Jesus. Oh, God. Too soon, damn it. Unfiltered, damn it. <laughs> yeah. We're the Paul Malls of podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh it's a really sad story. He was out. He uh, was got into a plane crash and passed away. Uh, really unfortunate. But the guy was a stud, man. Um, I mean, he was nominated for seven Cy Youngs, won two of them, and uh, did it in both leagues. Yeah, but Jeremy Jeremy Joseph mm-hmm. had two in D ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two T. He was awesome. He didn't mention that. He's he's fucking. He's humble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's got two T ball Cy Young awards. Yeah, and, and and I mean, really, the way that he would set that ball on the tee, <laughs> I mean, those fuckers whiffed. <laughs> Played a different oh, time. Shit. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. His, his nickname was Jeremy Whiff Joseph. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! I can I actually with my knuckles. I yeah. invented the, the knuckle tee ball. <laughs> the knuckle tee ball. Uh, God. Anyways, uh, uh, for the quick quick uh, correction, uh, actually, uh, Mariano Rivera is the saves leader at six fifty two. Oh, Hoff- good. Hoffman was, and now he's at six oh one. And then way back behind him is Lee Smith at four seventy eight, and K Rod Francisco Rodriguez at four thirty seven. There you go. But it's okay. one of those stats they didn't even start keeping track of till like yeah seventies or something. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, it's like sacks weren't a thing until Deacon Jones coined the term sack for the Rams. Yeah. How he said it was like sacking a village whenever you hit the quarterback in the backfield. <laughs> and then that's exactly how it, how yeah. it, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so Roy Halladay, he played, he played 16 years in the bigs. Uh, he had 203 wins, uh, 105 losses. So, uh, 65% of the time. I mean, but the dude dominated in both leagues. The, the deal is, is you said seven Cy Youngs. Well, nominated. That gets you in. That, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's certain milestones in, in the Hall of Fame. The 3,000 hits get you in. 500 home runs get you in. Yeah. Seven Cy Youngs. 300 wins or 3,000 3, strikeouts. That's exactly what I was going to say. 3,000 strikeouts get you in. 300 wins get you in. The big thing, though, with me is that he did it in both leagues. Yeah, he I, did it for the Phillies. He did it for the Phillies. The Blue Jays. The Blue Jays. Yeah. Those were the only two teams he played for was the, was the Blue Jays and the Phillies. Yep. Um, but the, I was actually trying to look up. Just did so he not play for? No, he didn't. Never mind. Never, I'll shut up. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, I, I was wrong. I was trying to look up. I was trying to look up his freaking strikeouts, but up oh, there it is. Uh, let's see. Because he was Doc. That's what that Doc Halliday is what yeah. they called him. To uh, 2117, 2117 strikeouts. Yeah, but what's his career ERA? Uh, let's see if I can find the ERA here. It's there under it the ERA. Uh, 338. 338. Mm-hmm. And that probably ballooned up in the last couple of years mm-hmm. of his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Got distracted his last his pilot's license. And shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, his last two years. Uh, 2012, it was uh, 449, and then 2013, it was 682. And those two years, other than back whenever he's first coming up, probably he was first coming up in 2000. So it was his third year. He had an ERA of 10.64. Damn. Shit, that was my ERA <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I also do think he gets in on the nod uh, because he just recently passed away. There's a huge emotion with some of those guys and that are voting because they're people that are voting. They don't just go off of stats. And do so you... I think that's an emotional vote too. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to beat around the bush. I'm just being honest. Do you think he gets in the Pilot Hall of Fame? No. No, no, no. He crashes and burns in that one. I don't know. Earhart's in there, though. I mean, if you let Earhart in, <laughs> yeah, you got to let Holiday in. God damn it. Well, we don't know so if she bad. crashed. That's true. <laughs> she That's crashed. true. She just disappeared. She, she just... crashed. Yeah. All right. Probably just a woman. But, whatever. okay. 
but now we get into the the questionable ones. Okay. Uh, I, actually, I actually I kind of like uh, Mike Messina. I'm I'm he was the horse of the Yankees during the yeah. heyday, but back before they started shelling out fucking money for everybody. Exactly. You know when their infield made more than most major league teams did. When you had Sabathia and you had Jeter and you had A Rod at third, and then you had to share at first. Their infield made almost like a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah. Was alone. he with Was he with them for before the Kevin Brown deal? Uh yeah, I believe he was. He was with them when they first won with G- when Jeter was like a rookie or first second year. They had Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams. He was he was with that team. His first year with the with the Yankees was 01 because he started with okay. Ball, well, he started Kevin with Baltimore Brown was before that. Kevin Brown famously was the first ever hundred million dollar contract. Well, Kevin Brown was a Dodger first. I, right, I, I don't but the think Yankees he was... signed him to a ten year hundred million dollar contract on the anniversary of the day that. Uh, was it Willie Mays signed the first ever $100,000 contract? That would be kind of crazy. I, I, it's that true. I, I don't know I, that. I want to say it was 96. That's crazy. I don't think he was before Kevin Brown, was he? I know he came from Baltimore because he started out as an Oriole, and he was dominant in Baltimore, too. But, I mean. But I'm just talking about that deal, that Kevin Brown deal. Right. Um, yeah, the three. The, I mean, Messina had a, a 3.68 ERA. Yeah, 3.68 ERA. Kevin Brown didn't come to the Yankees until 2004. Okay. He signed, he was with Texas from 86 till 94, a year in Baltimore, two in Florida, one in San Diego, and then 99 to 0, or 99 to 03, he was a Dodger, and then 04, 05, he was a Yankee. He was only a Yankee for two years. Hmm. And then, uh, well, then who am I thinking of? I don't know. I have no idea. I thought that was Kevin Brown. Uh, but uh, there's a different Kevin Brown. It's not a very <laughs> uncommon name. There's probably more than one Kevin Brown in this world. I'm friends with two of them. Really? Yeah, here's a, no, not really. Here's a, here's a, I don't have any friends. Here's another good stat for Messina. He he almost hit 3,000 strikeouts. 28-13. Yeah. So 2,813 strikeouts. Yeah, I, I'd I'd go with that. But yeah, well, and in the steroid era. Yeah, yeah. that's another good one. Yeah. Uh, and, but and then the last one that I'm I'm kind of not buying, Edgar Martinez. Yeah, I we talked about it early, and he, we yeah, I had you bring it up. Uh, Fourteen hundred and three games at DH, uh, five hundred and sixty four at third base, twenty eight games at first base. I just I just don't like the idea of a DH getting in, and I, and I the only argument and I've I've told you before, like like to me the biggest Hall of Fame in my opinion Hall of Fame snub, mm-hmm. and I'm a Chicago guy, I'm a Cubs fan, like like a son of a bitch, mm-hmm. uh, is, is Mark Grace. I mean, the guy led the 90s in hitting. He led him in doubles. Yeah. He had, what I tell you, Jeremy? He had 500 and some odd doubles. Uh, he had better stats than Edgar Martinez. But yeah. yeah. Oh, the only difference is Edgar Martinez had the home runs. That's it. His batting average, Mark Grace is a career over 300 hitter. Yeah. He had two years where he played one season. He played 60, like 62 games his last season, and then he played like 120 the year before that. Other than that, he played 130 plus games every year, multiple Gold Glove winner, and and he got the first year he was eligible for the Hall of Fame. He got 4.6 percent of the vote, or 4.3. Uh, you have to have 5 percent to stay on the ballot. That was an 09, and so he's completely off, and he'll never make the Hall of Fame. And yeah. then you get a guy that's a, a career DH. His only job is to fucking hit, uh, essentially. And yeah, I, pretty I, much. I, I don't like I don't like Martinez getting in. I really don't. I think he's a product of the fact that. You have Bonds and Clemens, and they can't let Bonds and Clemens in. Yeah, and that's you. you and they got what do you say? They got three years left. Yeah, they should have three years left. And they got sixty percent. They're climbing. They're climbing. I just ah, I'd be so pissed if they get in. 
I would be too. I mean, I'm kind of a, a, a what do you call it, naturalist for for baseball. I yeah. ju- I just don't. Uh, and you made the argument that steroids may have actually saved baseball. It did for the home run race between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. That was after the strike, and '94 was yep. the strike, and then you had the the home run race. Was it '98? '98. That yeah. sounds right to me. Yeah, and, and Griffey was in that race for a little bit too. And then kind of faded away there at the end. Yeah, because but he was much more of a pure hitter. So many people were done with baseball, and then all of a sudden, this this home run race comes, and they're and they're they're in the newspapers or on the front page, yep. and, and it, the newspapers even keeping track like number by number every day. This is 61, 62, 62, 63. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was where Roger Maris was whenever he was on the race, and right now you had both of them. They were both uh, ahead of Maris at the at that point in time. Yeah, and then McGuire so, went on to hit 70, 70 I think, that year. And Sosa hit 66, I think. Uh, I can't remember how many Sosa hit, but he got second place, so it wasn't all that important. Well, you know, And he was a fucking cub. Well, it's better than being Eat a fucking it. Cardinal. No, it ain't, because the Cardinal won, bitch. Anyways, uh, who's last team to win a World Series? Shut the fuck up! Oh well, shit. <laughs> I do gotta give this. I gotta. I gotta give this joke out too because it was absolutely hilarious. I, I went and we saw uh, Bush Stadium with. We took a tour of Bush Stadium. Nobody was there, and we got to go up in the trophy room and had the World Series on it. And there was also another guy. They were there for a wedding. There was a group of guys, and uh, there was a couple of Cardinal fans, but one lone Cubs fan had a Cubs shirt on. And the guy that was giving us uh, a tour of this trophy room, which they had all the trophies up there, and and uh, it was right after the Cubs had won the World Series. And the guy that was giving us the tour goes uh, to the Cubs guy. He goes, hey, so what do you think of all these trophies? And he just, without his heart skipping a beat, looked at that guy and said, yeah, but mine's shiny and new. And <laughs> and all of us just started laughing. And the guy that the guy that was giving us the tour was obviously a Cardinal fan. He took it pretty good. He, he was laughing pretty hard, too. But that's one of my, my, favorite, uh, my favorite jokes. So kudos to that Cubs fan, wherever he is. But... Anyways, um, where were we? <laughs> we were right, talking, about Martinez. talking about Martinez. Yeah. We got off on something, but but anyways, uh, we definitely didn't get off on Edgar Martinez's <laughs> stats. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, no, we really didn't. Where was he at? He was at. If you're a career designated hitter, if you don't have you know defensive stats to back it up, you need to have one of those hitting stats. Yeah, you need th- to have the three thousand hits three, or the five three oh nine home runs. Jeremy, what's the original rule of Ugh. baseball? Uh, baseball is a game played between two teams consisting of nine players each. Yeah, how many team? How many players are on a team with a DH? Ten. And I'm going, yeah, kinda, but he had like five MVP nominations, but never won one. So, batting average is three twelve. That's his career batting average, three twelve. Five fifteen slugging percentage. Ugh. I just, I I ain't buying it because I think that the I think that the Hall of Fame's getting weak, man. It's just getting so diluted. I, I mean, think this is kind of by the voters, kind of a fuck you to Barry Bonds, and you know to uh, Mark McGuire's not in there, is he? No, Mark no, McGuire's Mark not. McGuire's not. Uh, you know, it to those steroid guys, to those obvious. Yeah, none of, none of the Roy Ragers are in it. That well, that we know of. There's some that are. There's at least oh, there's one or two be. that are in there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, in the 80s and 90s, tell it me almost Burt was Tell me Burt didn't yeah. juice. Of course he did. Do you want to hear the best Burt Blylevin story fucking ever, <laughs> actually? I want to hear the only Burt Blylevin story ever. This is the best fucking Burt Blylevin story ever. Okay, so uh, my stepbrother lives in Kansas City, and he went to a Royals game. And because uh, that's what you do in Kansas City, either get mm-hmm. drunk or go watch the Royals and get drunk because they lost. 
Uh, so he went to a Royals game, and after the game is over, he's still in the stadium with his buddies, and they're, they're still tailgating after the game drinking. And uh, this guy comes up, and he's like, hey. He's walking over to him, and he goes, uh, my car's broke down. It won't start. Uh, I need a jump. Do you guys have jumper cables? And my brother looks at the guy, and he's like, hang on a minute. Aren't, aren't you Bert Blylevin? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, he goes, I'll tell you what. And my brother is – let me let me let me give you a little backstory. My brother's not my brother's like six one and maybe like one fifty. He's not a he's not a fat guy or anything like that. Yeah. And so he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm Bert Ply Levin, you know, and he says, uh, I'll tell you what. He goes, uh, I'll give you a jump, but you gotta sign my tits. <laughs> and Bert Blyleven looks at him, but Bert Blyleven's like, Fuck you, man. I'm not I'm not doing that. He's like, I'm telling you right now, if you don't sign my tits. I'm not giving you a jump. I'll tell you what. He goes, as a matter of fact, there's a, about three or four groups of Twins fans on the other side of the stadium that we saw when we were walking out. They'd be happy to give you a jump. I'll drive over and get them if you don't sign my tits. <laughs> and Burt Blylevin's like, I'm not fucking signing. I'm not doing that. And so uh, he says, all right. He says, I'm not, I'm not kidding. This is what it is. It's going to happen. And so finally, uh, he keeps saying no. So my brother hops in the car, drives to the other side of the stadium, to those Twins fans, he's like, hey, you guys uh, you guys like Burt Blylevin? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 we love Burt Blylevin. Yeah, he goes, I'll tell you what, he's on the other side. He's right over here on the other side of the stadium. Uh, if you guys, he needs a jump. Any guys got cables? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they all, they all, here come three cars just swooping in on Burt Blylevin. <laughs> they all get out, and Burt Blylevin's looking at my brother like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> and, uh... So he they give him a jump or and he's talking to him and in in appeasing him for you know twenty thirty minutes and they all finally fucking scatter and I guess he sat and had a couple of beers with my stepbrother like you son of a bitch I didn't think you'd fucking do it like <laughs> that is like to me that's the great one of the greatest baseball stories I've ever fucking heard oh, man. kudos to your brother for being able to recognize Burt Blylevin on site <laughs> no right? he's the yeah. only guy outside the Twin Cities area who can't do that. yeah well when you've <laughs> masturbated the guy for like six years you fucking <laughs> yes. yeah. Oh, uh, well, holy smokes. I think I think I'm good. I think we beat the the Hall of Fame. But well, I yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I don't I don't want to go anymore on the Hall of Fame. I just wanted to say I wanted to point out that I think it's getting diluted. It is. I mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we whenever you think of the Hall of Fame, I I think of, you know, your your Mount Rushmore. And yeah. and I think as of as of the last especially especially the last, you know, 20 years of looking at some of these guys and you're going, who who the this guy how is he getting in here it just doesn't seem like it's the you know like i feel like the nba has a better hall of fame in my opinion yeah not like Maybe. not like to walk through and look around at some of the most like amazing baseball you know history that they have at cooperstown but but i i, I just think that the talent is much more appreciated you know yeah in my opinion so. yeah uh yeah it's uh how do you Football, there's a lot of guys in there who you really can't measure. Like, how do you measure an offensive lineman? Yes, that's why a lot I didn't of that say has to NFL. be yeah. based off of you know their merits. But but in baseball, your the the ways to get in there are pretty clear. The stats, the mm-hmm. lines are pretty well drawn, and you know where you got to get to. Yeah, if you want to get in there, and you know, I there's a couple of guys who maybe didn't quite reach those lines. Kirby Puckett is one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. He actually um, ended up blind in one eye, didn't he? Or blind lost totally. It, lost totally the eye. blind. Lost the eye. Okay. That was sad. Yeah. But 
and then dead. Uh, man. Not a pilot, though. No, no. He, they wouldn't let him be one because he had no death perception. Yeah. Oh, Lord. He had 10 What's Halliday's excuse? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. I think uh, I think that's good. Anybody got anything else? I got nothing. All right. Well, don't, th- don't fly. <laughs> don't yeah, fly. Not your own plane, anyway. Well, uh, definitely do us a favor, guys. Do check us out on Facebook. We are uh, the Unfiltered Sportscast. Also, looking into our sponsor, uh, we have a, a great product that uh, is kind of close uh, to my heart because I got a friend that actually is a part of it. Uh, it's called StrikeForceEnergy.com. It's a very good additive that you can add to any beverage. That includes alcohol, Jeremy. It has uh, four great flavors. It's got grape, it's got lemon, orange, fruit punch, and uh, or original, but but it tastes like fruit punch. Now it looks complicated. It's if, really I, if I if I get it, am I going to mess up my kitchen with pots and pans and blenders no. and having to get out the fucking smelting furnace and no. melt hot lead to mix it in with and all that? Is <laughs> no. that what I'm going to have to do? No, because I'll be honest that. with you, my 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 ex wife took the 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 uh, pressure cooker in the divorce, <laughs> and my my uh, my fucking hot plate that's in the pawn shop so you know i'm probably not going to be able to use this am i you will it's 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 awesome each one of the boxes that we have they're about 14 dollars, and they come with 10 packets and all you need is uh, a bottle of water i actually drink it damn near every day and i've got like a 32 ounce thing of water and i just mix it and it's like it's in liquid form so there's not it's not powder or anything like that but it's it's uh another question Uh, scotty uh jeremy joseph unfiltered sportscast Uh um does it have to be bottled water? Because, you know, me, I kind of, sometimes I like my water to be a little, you know, dirty. Little, and so, little, would you say unfiltered? Yeah, unfiltered, <laughs> exactly. That's, in fact, that's the only way I take it. I'll just go get one of my nasty glasses out and fill that with just some dirty, unfiltered you tap water. You bastards are teaming up on me. He'll, he'll drink yeah, right out of the lake. I've seen him do it. Right. No, you can right after I pissed in it. Any yeah. beverage, unfiltered water too, Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then what? I got to get it like an industrial mixer. No, we spend we a lot of like, money because I can't afford that. We like our water like we like our sports. Oh my god. Now, now here's the other thing. Where were you at, Jeremy? What? You missed it. Oh, sorry. I missed. You missed the unfiltered. My apologies. <clears throat> I was trying to tell you because okay, on my way home, I have a plan to stop off at the woods and try and take out a grizzly bear with a Frankensteiner. Yeah. And this sounds. Exactly like the shit that I need to give me the energy that I need for it, but my doctor says I shouldn't have much caffeine, and I want to be safe. It 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 is about as much caffeine as a cup of coffee. Oh, is that it? That's it. Get right the fuck out of town. <laughs> that can't be true. Yeah, it's true. Oh my god. Well, there's no reason not to. Okay, does it have? I, I don't know if you said it or not. Does it have one of those stupid pussy names? Because my doctor said I'm allergic <laughs> to something. I, I need to drink an energy drink that sounds like it's going to punch me in the face and just <laughs> rip you, my nipples if off. If you're allergic to stupid pussy names, why is your name Jeremy? <laughs> Trust me, that's why I'm sick all the time. <laughs> Listen to my voice. No, man, it's called Strike Force Energy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that bruised my brain when you said it. <laughs> that's Chris, a fucking badass name. Does Chris Brown make it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you should. Maybe yeah. do. No, but on a, on a serious level, uh, I've got a lot of friends in the military who've been have been using it for a really long time. It is a very good product, so check them out at strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code uh, no more cans all all together, no spaces, and that'll uh, that'll help us out and let them know that we send you. So, until next time, guys, keep listening and check us out on the Facebook page, the Unfiltered Sportscast. And until next time, we'll see you then. Take care.